everybody, welcome back to Top Tier Podcast, episode 28. My name is Pale L. Poppy. We got the chosen one here. You know, entering November. So happy Halloween, everybody. You happy know, Halloween. We hear about you, what you guys did on Halloween yesterday. You know, belated. Happy belated Halloween. And we'd love to see what you guys did yesterday for Halloween. And uh, that's where we want to start with, man. How was your Halloween? My Halloween was boring as shit. You know, I don't play Halloween, man. Never have. Never have. How was yours? Yeah, I never taken it seriously. It was cool, man. I went. I went to a concert. I went to the uh, Willow. You know, Willow Smith. Her. She has like a band. She has a band, rock band. Uh, somebody, one of my homies, put me started put me on her like a year ago. I heard Transparent Soul, and then like two, three weeks ago, they were like, "Hey, she's having a concert." It was like listen to some of her music. And I started listening to her latest album. We talked about it in a previous podcast, and mm-hmm. I thought it was great. So. I didn't know what to expect, man. I really didn't even know. Before I go to concerts, I always like to ask, what's the, like, the crowd looking like? You know, like, culture-wise, ethnicity, race-wise. Like, I always think, like, you know, what's the leanings? This one was, like, one of the most, like, mixed kind of crowds I've seen. She's a mixed type of person. Really interesting. Yeah, like, I saw a lot more black folks Sounds than fitting. I was expecting. A lot of, I saw a lot of sisters there. A lot of sisters there. Yeah, it was, like, you know. Where was it? It's in L.A., but, like, where? At the Nobos downtown. I don't know. Nobo. I don't think I know where that is. It's near. It's near Crypto.com, I think. It's called the Novo. The Novo. Mm-hmm. It's a big area. Like it's a big venue. Yeah, it says it's 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 pretty big. It was pretty big. Yeah, it's called the Novos, an indoor club located at LA Live downtown. Wait, it's the capacity. thing right across from Crypto. It's over there. I, I think it is across from Crypto. My homie worked at Crypto, and he said he would, it's like right there. He said. He, it's like he's literally right there, and he would go in there all the time. I don't think I've ever been in there. Like, oh, around, like, where they have, like, that sports center lounge shit? Mm-hmm. I haven't been there in a minute. You could tell I haven't been there in a minute, downtown L.A. L.A. Live. Yeah, that's good, though. I'm surprised that they had a lot of black women there. I'm surprised at that, honestly. Honestly. Mm-hmm. I know it's L.A. Maybe that's the reason why. But And it was a mixed crowd. Like, it was a lot of white people there, but that's that's every concert. You know, in L.A. Because now, like, black folks in L.A. are not like, only, like, 6% of the population. So, but. She was yeah, dope? Man, was, she, was, she, she was dope? She was she dope, yeah. She was, she could sing, yeah. She, her voice got a little hoarse at times. That's because she um, used the muscles, yo. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was, like, a time I, she was, like, it was, like, really hoarse. And she drank some water and she was straight. But it was, like, yeah, man, she was going in. She was going in. Okay. She brought out her brother, Jaden. They did a song. Oh, he was there? cool. Yeah, he was there, and he Fire. told her, like, you know, she's so she's like the most talented person I ever met. And it was really cool. It was a really wholesome moment. And, yeah, man, we had a couple of drinks with the homies. Y'all meet cool, anybody? Man, Y'all man. meet anybody? Nah, huh? we didn't meet anybody. We were in the back. Wasn't looking. In general admission. You wasn't looking. I wasn't really looking. I don't really, like, I don't try to force meet people. Like, when I meet people at concerts and festivals and stuff, and sometimes we hang out with them the whole time, it's never forced. It's always, like this random encounter and they're like oh you guys are kind of cool so, you know like when i went to desert days i was like hanging out at this little spot i got a box of cigs i don't even smoke but sometimes i just say fuck it yeah i was just hanging out people would just come in and just sit down I was like hey can we sit here talk to them for like chop it up with them for like 30 minutes to an hour then they would leave the other group would come in i did that like three times and i went back <clears throat> to look at the concert because i was on the beach at that time we're not at the beach but like the it's like a lake, but I don't want to get too deep into that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't force it. If I don't, 
you know, I just go and have a good time listening to music. Yeah. We meet people, we meet people, we don't, we don't. That's yeah. how I look at it. No, that's the way to go about it, I think. That's the way to go about it, I think. But, but what about you, man? You just, you just kicked I it. didn't do shit, but I'm telling you, movies. I never do anything for Halloween. Like, when I was in college, obviously, I used to, you know, go out for the parties or whatever. Kickbacks or whatever. Oh. But, you know, I'm in Texas and I don't know nobody out here so i didn't even look around for any parties i guess i could have asked around but i ain't even i didn't even think about it yo i've never played halloween bro even like when i was a kid like you know like i didn't even used to go trick-or-treating and stuff like that i know that's sacrilegious i know everybody when they hear that from our yeah. generation our generation takes takes it serious trick-or-treating i feel like you got to get the experience like i got over it when i got to high school i you mean know? you go trick-or-treating in your own way but all that like tradition of all right, guys, it's Halloween. Like, let's dress up in our best costume, and we're going to go door to door. Hi, neighbor. Like, or even just treat. like, you know, in college, I didn't take it seriously at all. Like, I think I told you before, like, one of my homies had, like, an old stripper cop outfit that he gave me, and I wore that for two years. And then the third year, I don't think I went out for Thanksgiving. And then the fourth year, I was so lazy, I just got a white tee and drew an egg on it. And it showed the yoke, and it was like, I'm ahead. Clowned you. I would have clowned you. I'm, <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you, if I saw you at a party, I would have clowned your ass. Can't believe you actually set foot out. But now that I like think that. about it, I probably should have just got one of them basic costumes, like just a crayon. I just like, it's like, I just put it, I just throw it over my body, and it just has like little, and I just, it's just a crayon. Yo, it's like one, dude, of those simple, like, one of those simple costumes, like purple crayon. Like, let me look this up. I swear to God, it'll come up. No, that's definitely Crayon. a thing. People costume. wear morph suits. Like, you can look up literally anything and they have a costume for it. You can make a costume on anything. I seen it. Or a condom. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, it's just funny. Like, it's funny. I feel like for like college party vibes, going as a condom is hilarious. Yeah. Like, I think that's hilarious. I had some pretty good costumes. Nah, let me not. Let me not. I did not. I did not. I had one costume that I thought was actually a really good idea. We didn't execute it that well, but me and one of, uh, one of my close roommates at the time went as uh, the two main characters from Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. So we had the suits and the uh, we bought the individual wigs. I thought it was, a, but people didn't get it though. People thought we were men in black. Damn. Only because I'm, only because I'm black, I think is the reason why. But no, because actually no, because they both have it's both black and white guy, in both of those movies. Actually, now that I think about that, what you say? I went as Evil Morty. And I remember now for uh, sophomore year, and they thought I was uh, bootleg Sam, uh, bootleg wannabe Sam L. What's his name? From, That's funny. From Shield. That pin made me so mad. That's funny. Because I was I had like the whole fit. Like I had like the yellow shirt. I didn't dye my hair, but like I had the yellow fit. Morty kind of looks like he has like a, a small afro. I had the eye patch. I was like, this shit is this shit should be simple. They was just like, what are you, what are you? Evil Morty? Oh, I thought you I thought you were what's that I don't even remember his name. What is his name from MCU? Nick Fury? Nick Fury. He's like, oh, I thought you were Nick Fury. I was like, really nigga? <laughs> I wish I could have got that. That's what I was trying to be. I was trying to be a Sam L character. They didn't give it to me. No, that's all. That's I, I think I dressed up as a uh, a mime for like two or three years. Like that's what I used to do because I have a stripe, like a white and black striped shirt. So I just throw on that little mime costume, put a little uh, bandana. You know what I mean? Put a little makeup on. And there you go. Now, I think one time I actually soldier. tried to do Crippin' Crippin' Blood with one of the homies, and that did not oh, turn no. out well. 
that did no, not no, turn no, out no, well. No, 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 no. I, I thought I didn't know that people were like, I should have known better. I didn't know people were actually <laughs> knew that type of, you know, in San Francisco, like, really? No, you know, that Cali, that's, that is dangerous. I guess because yeah. it's still California. Yeah. It's still U.S., so U.S. in general. They got Crips um, and Bloods everywhere, don't they? Yeah, man, I, I saw a documentary about how, like, a lot of Crips and Bloods moved to Alaska. I think there's, like, incentive. Like, a lot of people with felonies moved to Alaska. I don't know why, but it's, like, a thing. It's, like, it's, like there's incentive to move to Alaska if you're, like, a former criminal. And it's, like, they like they have whole Crip and Blood sex all up in Anchorage. And Alaska is, like, one of the most violent states in the country. I think it's, like, the, the or one of the most. Like, if you live in Alaska and you're a woman, like, your chances of being, like, sexually assaulted are, like, higher than anywhere else in the country. I'm pretty sure. That shit is like New Age Australia, like a penal colony. I don't even know how to like, respond to that. Like, you know what I mean? This like, like shit. That's real shit. Like, look that up about Alaska, man. man Alaska has like ridiculous crimes. They need to like, send the military in there, get the women and children out. <laughs> the fuck? That shit is like New Age Mayflower. Like, we sent it in New Age Mayflower and in Australia together. That's we Australia, it, we yeah. We flushing the toilet on these motherfuckers. No offense, Australia. Send, no offense, Australia, but <laughs> we know We're the history. Totally we know the history. Man. But yeah, man, overall, close out this Halloween topic. It was great, man. I had some drinks, had a Henny and Coke, had, a shot, had another shot of Henny after that. It was nice, man. Felt like a stereotype. That sucks that you didn't get to meet no women, bro. That's like the best time to go meet the women, bro. They already dressed exactly, like... Exactly, because they were dressed up. But it wasn't mixed, though. Like, half was dressed, half wasn't dressed. It was, it was a nice little mix. You didn't see no baddies, like nobody that you was like shit. Like, did you go dressed up? I didn't even ask you. No, I nah. did not. You probably wouldn't mention that shit. But uh, only baddies I saw is when we pulled up in the car, and we like I drank, I took a shot of Jaeger, I drank a Red Bull that I had from the weekend that I didn't drink, and then they pulled up in the car next to us and got out. It was like a whole bunch of fine hey. sisters, and we were just like, damn. You didn't okay. say nothing. They probably going to Willow. You didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. Sorry. You guys, you guys always try to act like I'm a scary ass. I don't like go out of my way. Like, I don't I mean, go out of my it way. It sounds like, because the way you're. I've never, I don't go out of my way. The way it sounds is like it's a little cold shoulder. You said they pulled up right next to you. You didn't say nothing. But we were in the car. And then they got out. And as they were walking away, we saw them. And I was like, oh, damn, some sisters here. And it was like, my friends look like, oh, yeah. Maybe we I'm the gonna, thirsty one. Hey. We ain't going to hop out the car and be like, hey, mama. Hey, hey, mama. Hey. We don't. I don't do that. I don't. No, nah, I'm, I'm not saying catcalling. I ain't saying none of that. Ain't nobody catcalling these days. Everybody got their own game. I don't. My strategy really is. I just play it cool, man. I just hang out. You just, just want her to pull up on you. It sound like. Well, I want choosing signals. If I don't get choosing signals, I'm not taking the chance to get rejected. That's me. But okay. everybody got their own game. It kind of makes it harder because you don't really necessarily get to choose who you want, but. If you're getting good looks, you can look around. Oh, I got a couple picks. All right, I'm going to go walk over because I don't have to worry about fucking it up. But, I, you know, I've gotten choosing signals and, uh, yeah, for the most part, I think 9 out of 10, if I get choosing signals, then you got it in the bag. Like 1 out of 10 is probably just somebody who's just fucking with you. They just flirt with everybody. And that happens. Hmm. Well, I think it's about time that we get to... The serious shit. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. And I, I personally didn't want to approach this with any type of solemn gloom 
any type of depression. Nothing like that. No, no, no. No, no, no. We lost somebody today that was, I didn't know was important to me, as important to me as it made me feel. But today we lost a legend. Why, why, why take off, man? It is it very like, confusing. I'm not, I'm not wishing death on any of the uh, nobody. I'm just saying, but like, take off dying is weird. It's just like he's like the most low key kicking it Migos, but isn't it always the people you least expect yeah. get knocked off or die from some illness or you know have brain cancer? It's just people you don't even like you care about, but you're just like, damn, like that doesn't even sound right, you know? And I'm sure most people who were a fan of Amigos or are still a fan of the Amigos and Takeoff specifically are probably feeling the same way I'm feeling just kind of confused. Like the whole day is kind of been off. You know what I mean? But yeah, like I said, we are here today to bring some celebratory nature to this. So we're going to celebrate. Celebrate his life instead of, you know what I mean? Sad. You know, we we not going we gonna remember the good shit niggas. here, you know, over so here on this side, no at the top tier podcast. We got a whole lot. I know y'all remember this one. I know y'all remember this one. Come on now. Raindrops, hey. drop top, drop top, smoking, no cooking, the hot box, fucking on your bitch, yeah, dot dot dot, cooking up dope in the garage. Dude, this is gonna be this song, man. We gonna be like 40 years old playing this shit. Like you, you, you young, you young boys, you old heads don't know about this. I'm telling you, this is the this is the this is the song I met. Yo, we lost Young you don't know about this. We lost the legends today, but they gave us that shit. We got that. 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 We it's crazy, man. It's surreal just waking up and you were just like, damn, you don't know? Takeoff died. It's like, wow. It's like, it's felt this, it reminds me when Kobe died. I just, I sat up. Right, I sat up, unlocked my phone, and it just popped up. It just it was like breaking news. Like some I, I've never seen this. I don't know how what how that happened, but it just said breaking news. Kobe Bryant has died. Kobe Bryant dies at when he how old he was forty two, forty three. Yeah, he was young. Kobe man. Bryant is dead at forty four. It was like what? He was young, yo. Just sat up on my phone and just popped up, like, as soon as I sat up. But there's, like, the difference in the way that this one feels compared to that is, like, obviously for me, like, I'm a Laker fan, so I've grown up with Kobe. So that, put that to the side, though. This, to me, like, because of the fact that it's gun violence, and there's just so many things connected to, like, what's been happening 
recently with in the hip hop community with all of these different rappers dying of all different types of backgrounds, right? It's like, you can take it from that approach. You could take it from the approach of like black on black crime in general. I, I, I just, I hate that I, term I know the term, I know the term, but it, like that's the term for what I'm just trying to, if you do have another term for Every what I'm group to explain. has their, their on each other violence. And so and, I would, and, and so I would attribute it to each individual group as such. But if there's another term to use, I would like, I would gladly use it. But I just don't have one. I lack the the language. But like I'm saying, like there's just a whole bunch of different ways that we can approach this conversation. And it's like I don't know where you want to start with it. Like, well, I kind of want to start with you know the sickos passing. I haven't seen it, and I don't want to. You know, sometimes it just comes across like when PNB Rock died, it was just on my timeline. Like, what are you talking just, about? He was just. They said there's a video going around of his, I guess him on the ground or his body or something like the whole the encounter, the aftermath, the encounter. Something with graphic images of with yeah. graphic graphic images is being passed around. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't luckily didn't see it this time, but Same. sometimes shit just pops up. Like I just get the algorithm will just bring it before me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so. I lucked out today too. I honestly, tr- I was, I mean, I I tried so hard to stray away from it. I mean, obviously, like I was trying to keep up to date with the information that they were providing us um with uh, according to like you know what the eyewitnesses are saying and like what the police was saying about the the whole entire thing but man i tried so hard to stay away from that shit because they they send it they send it to you just like they put it in the comment section they do it in like a real a real evil way mm-hmm. yeah it's just it'll just be in the comment section is that shit yeah, illegal that's how they do it that shit has to be illegal, right? That has to be. I think it has to be illegal. That shit is. This is you watching murder, but you know, you know. My problem is people are trying to attribute this thing. I'm not gonna sit here and act like it's not hip hop culture is not problematic in that because it is. But people try to sit here and act like this happening is just we all all as black people are responsible and it's the culture. But other groups, like you looking like in the white groups with mass shooters, like that's a problem with their culture too. I'm not. You know what I mean? Like I'm. You get what I'm trying to say? Like I'm just like. I, I'm just kind of, I don't know why people are trying to make it seem like this in particular is like, like, what do you, do you, Mike, I guess my question to you is how is this in this particular case tied to hip hop culture? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it literally is rap beefs and people shooting each other. But this Wait, time it seems like this was, what do you mean? No, continue to explain. Continue to explain. I don't, maybe I'm well, not. Well, I'm just saying, yeah. Well, this time it seemed like this is just emotional men over a game, over uh... a game, a dice game. When you other communities, dudes kill each other for shit all the time. You, I'm, there's no way there hasn't been a situation where a group of white men have not killed each other, have, haven't have have not killed. Or, you know what I'm trying to say? There's, every group definitely has gambling beefs and gambling, gambling anger and people shooting each other. I'm not saying that. Well, all I'm trying to say is I don't know why people are making yeah. this a culture thing. I mean, this, this particular case does not feel like a culture thing. This feels like emotional men with weapons. Seems more like an American thing. No, it definitely, it definitely is that. It definitely is that. That is, but I think that it's not exclusive to either or. I think, on one side, and I think what you just mentioned, the gun violence, that, is the ultimate context that we need to be approaching this from. Is the fact that it's gun violence, not the fact that it was, quote unquote, black on black crime, not the fact that it was emotional men. Those are all important things to discuss. And have their own discourse to be had on the side as well but to me it's the gun violence part i don't want the i want the guns off the street 
Yeah, I, I would like. I mean, I think it's too far gone in America, man. I mean, it's like I, I don't even think it's possible. What kind of an I excuse think... are we seriously going to make? Like, I've heard a lot of people say that, and you know, it, it makes me kind of want to think it too. But what kind of excuse makers would we be? The ultimate excuse makers for us to say, "Ah, uh, it's just too hard," so let's not even try. That just sounds so pathetic. That's true. You should try. And these people are fucking this. This guy take off. There's some real psychos. There's some real psychos who got they who got enough weapons to to arm a small village. Just random, random Cletus with Cletus wearing a MAGA hat. (laughs) I mean, and they just come to him and say, hey, Cletus, you know what? Fuck your Second Amendment. We're taking your guns. Over my dead body. It's like it's an important it'd be, conversation. It'd be, it'd be it'd be a tough it'd be a tough it'd be tough. These dudes, I think some of these dudes love their guns so much they're willing to die. I really believe it. And I do kind of feel like guns are necessary in this country because martial law. It, I, I can definitely see that happening here. Just in general, I think just if you have a nation state, things go crazy. That's a potential. So obviously I'd want to be able to protect myself, but shit. It's just they, man, the the violence here with guns is just they take it too far. They they take it to an extreme where it's like I don't even want to go anywhere. Honestly, yeah. it's one of my fears, man. Just being out, being out, and there's a mass shooting going on. Or I watched a movie recently with Mila Kunis on Netflix that was all about her, like how she's like older now, but they they talk about the trauma from being seeing witnessing a mass shooting and they went back and showed it you know what i mean and i'm just like could you imagine that like you're at school with your classmates and some dude just rolls up and just you just people just blood everywhere dudes just and that's the thing that fucks me up the like, most that's terrifying the thing that fucks me up the most is the fact that the the situations in which you can find yourself in to where it can lead to that outcome the list is just becoming longer and longer, like church, grocery store, yeah. right? It, but even but even on top of that, the thing that fucks me up even on top of that the most is that when I see cases like this with takeoff, and it's somebody that we don't even pay attention to because he's so, so underground. I never hear anything so about takeoff So low-key. And so it's like if you identify with somebody like takeoff, in which some, in some cases I do, I do kind of see myself as like a laid back kind of I'm not sp- I'm not going to be all up in the cameras yeah. and shit. If, if everybody can be identified by one of the three Migos in some way, at least on a higher, you know what I mean? Like a pool, like everybody, I would be a takeoff. I, you would be a takeoff. Most yeah. people I know would probably I hang with would be exactly. Takeoff. So even so, so yeah. if even the fucking takeoffs of the world are the ones that are ending up in these types of situations. It's like, fuck, bro, what am I supposed to do? I can't go to a fucking, on Halloween night, just go enjoy some little some little outing. On Halloween night, I can't just go fuck around on Halloween at a fucking bowling alley? Or was it a billiards? I don't remember. There's something with a B. It doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. It's just like, like fuck. That shit really hurts yeah, my man. heart. And people just are so trigger happy and gun happy. Like I feel like, see, when and I that like, conversation I that you were dreams, saying was true about. Sorry to cut you off, but that conversation that you brought up, we should have that about emotional ass men 
don't know how to handle their emotions properly and healthy. Always got to take out a fucking strap and kill somebody? Seriously? Yeah, well, you know, you would think, and you, you know, especially in the black community, you think people would know. Like, you think people, people definitely grew up on Friday when the dad was like, you know, we use these. This is how we settle it. You know, a gun is... You know, gun is cowardly. Yeah, like, we're all around the same age. Basically, we all seen them ninety movie, nineties movies. All them gang, you know, all those. Uh, you don't have to take somebody's life. You might have to knock some sense into somebody a little bit, but you don't have to take somebody's. All them, all the movies, bro. All them gang movies. Life. All them L.A. movies. The the boys in the hoods of the world. You said it, it reminded you of. Uh, Menace uh, society. Menace to society. A bit when uh, when uh, Kane's dad, who was played by Sam L, he Spoiler was at the alert. table, and his homie was like. This is like it's a spoiler, but it's like an early movie backstory spoiler. It doesn't spoil like the main events of the movie. And I guess his homie got out of jail. He was like, "What happened to that money you owed me?" I think they were playing cards or something. They were like mm -hmm. gambling. Yeah. And he was like, "What happened to that money you owed me?" And he was like, "I just spent five years in the joint. Fuck you." And he was like, "Sam, I was like, oh really?" And he just popped him like ten times. He just unloaded the clip on him. Just unloaded the clip. Like, I, I don't know why it just made me just think of probably this what happened at the table. I don't know. Maybe take off one and he was talking shit and the dude was like, it's dude take off. I think he's so bad. It's better than me. Some, some Is it responsible dude. of us to talk about the rumors that we've been seeing about people that... I mean, because other platforms I, I don't have know been any, sharing... I don't know any of the rumors. I don't know any of the rumors about what happened. I don't know and if... I think we should might, share might, the, no, we can talk about it i mean because like, it's just speculation we don't really know what went down i'm not so we're just you know disclaimer we don't really know what went down but this is what people who might have been there are saying okay so allegedly somebody that was an eyewitness there was able to get in contact with certain tmz or something like that and they were able to spread these reports that it was quavo was not the i'm not saying quavo was the sole sole blame i'm not saying that at all i'm just saying quavo was involved in the altercation that led up to the gun being pulled and the shots being fired there also is rumor that allegedly the shooter was part of the entourage that came with quavo and takeoff and that just makes Be it even homies. worse bro jesus my thing about this is like with the hill hip-hop thing because we can talk about it like in hip-hop because like that is, we can talk about it. I'm not saying this is a whole black community thing. This is really a hip hop thing, I think. I don't know. I, I, out of everybody I've grown up with in life, nobody's, you know, I've seen in my community, I don't know a single person who's just like minor inconvenience or argument with somebody. Oh, I'm going to kill him. I'm, I'm ready to go to jail for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. There's like a mental illness kind of like sadness to this whole It is mental thing. illness. Because I'm like, how do you have a disagreement or argue with somebody? And your, your next thought is, oh, I'm going to go put this guy in the ground. Oh, I, I might go to jail too, but I don't care. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing life in prison or even potentially getting retaliated on over some nonsense. Over some dollar bills. Over some and we, you guys are millionaires. You guys, you guys are not, you shouldn't even be in that life. I mean, they rap about it, but like. You on a different, you're not, you in a different class. You don't, like, it's just weird. Like, I've always thought it was strange. Like, you got rappers who got all this money, and dudes, they just, like, get in gun battles with random dudes. Like, like I don't know like, if we can always blame it on the rappers, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I brought up the fact that, like, sure, take off different area. We come from the, the suburbs of fucking Southern California. You know, there's some areas in there that are kind of wild, 
But these guys come from an actual part of Atlanta that we know is wild. So the contrast is different. So even though we may identify with the way that Takeoff's personality may align with ours, completely different environment yeah, that he's around. Yeah, we probably don't understand. I mean, I'm a very sheltered kid. Like, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like in the hood or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know the life. Like, maybe they grew up in life. Maybe they just that's just the, that's just the environment. The get down. And then, but people always say, that's the whole black community. I'm like, well, I never saw that. And I grew up in, I li- I've always lived in mostly black areas. No, it's those inner, it's those poor inner Other cities. Other than when I went to high school. It's those poor yeah. inner cities that end up with a lot of this gun violence. But, and, you know, obviously this happened in Houston, so it wasn't on his home turf. But it was, I mean, I don't know, I don't see, I don't know anything about Houston like that. Like, I don't know, if, obviously the ghettos, it, Houston is a big city, so there's going to be ghetto areas in Houston, obviously. I don't know what type of... I don't know if they were in them spots. I don't know. They probably were. Because, like, you know, it's a class element to it. Because I would like Baldwin like they Hills. You know they, I mean? Don't you think they would have elevated by now, bro? Don't you think so? It seems like they wouldn't yeah. really be having them same ties to... Or these same type of dudes. Like, why is this guy even around you? Like, you know what I mean? They, I guess maybe... It might not even... The lesson might not even be that... It's them. It's just the kind of guys they hang out with. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you are, like, the top, the five closest people around you. So, they may not be in the streets like that anymore, but they have that one hood dude who might be a hater mm-hmm. around them, and he something and he happened, and he just said, well, fuck this guy. Yeah. And he's still, he's still very much in the streets while you're not, but you're around him, and it just popped off. That's probably what happened. The responses that I've seen from other rappers, dude, designer sure a lot of people saw what designer had to say really really just like soul crushing shit bro i mean bawling bawling just tears flooded the eyes but he was like i'm done i quit can't do it anymore it's almost like and i saw uh i always forget dude's name who's the dude give me a second lakeith stanfield it just takes me a little bit longer now. I used to be able to just bring it right up off the spot. The memory, the memory kind of fading a little bit nowadays. I'm getting old, y'all. I'm getting old. But I saw Lakeith say that. Actually, I think I might have it. I think I might have it. And yeah, I know you were saying that you don't necessarily attribute this to the hip-hop community right off the bat because it's more to do with mental health. Listen to what Lakeith had to say. This is, quote, from Lakeith Stanfield's Instagram. The dangerous toxicity associated with this glorified black serial killer and killed music and imagery got people thinking it's cool to hurt those that look like them and only them. It's okay to embrace the realities of life in the harder areas, but let that but let's think about not holding up this behavior in our circles. Let's make it cool to embrace life, travel and learn new things. I know that scope of issues we have to contend with is much larger than just this. And then we have a lot to work, a lot of work to do in many areas to restore our hearts and minds after centuries of persecution and manipulation. But we have to start somewhere. At some level, we have to see our lives as uh, valuable, so that we think before we react and see another human when we look at a human man. We must stop holding self-destructive shit up and embrace things that build us as a whole, so that we can lead the world in the direction of prosperity. By example, getting reckless now and again is part of who we are. For the most part, turn that stupid shit off. He's talking about hip hop when he says turn yes. that stupid shit off. He's talking about rap music. Yeah, bro. I'm, I've been done with hip hop for a while, bro. I can't remember the last like real. I mean, it depends. I, I, I like 
like Flatbush Zombies and like Michi Darko, like that's yeah. like the exception. Here and I there, don't listen to anybody else. Yeah, it's got gotten... shit is so stupid, and I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I, it really feels just like propaganda music. Like at this point, I, I see it as just poison and talk to just poison young black men's minds, where all they want to do is like, I don't know, man. It's just like everybody wants to be a rapper they want to be in the culture they don't they're not trying to i just feel like it's just limiting you know i don't i, I just can't fuck with it it just feels like a psyop it just feels like something that was co-opted and it's meant to poison your mind i i, I listen to it now and it's just i just reject it now like it's just like a, a part of my being now i don't know what you think i think a lot of us are starting to catch on to that i think a lot of us have been there from the beginning we weren't there when hip hop first uh, took off, but when in the 90s, early 90s, late 80s, when hip hop started to turn in that direction of when they started calling it hardcore rap, when all when they started talking about like all that fuck the police, that NWA shit, that public enemy shit, I know that there was a lot of old heads back then talking about turning this shit off. Y'all out here killing each other. I know that. I know that when they were out there moving shit around and they were talking about it in the music, I know a lot of people were like, turn that shit off. I know that when Biggie and Tupac, when we saw Biggie and Tupac die, I know a lot of people were like, turn this shit off. And it never, it never, it never, it never gets turned off. And you know the reason why? Why? Because we don't own it. Yeah, that's why. You got to get a job, right? Got to get a job, right? But here's the thing. It's the, some of the responsibility is still on us, though. No, nah, it definitely is. Because we don't have to consume because it. Because we, we, we don't own it, right? But we don't have to but consume we don't it. Have, like, yeah, we don't have to consume it. Exactly. We can boycott it. We've had, Black community has, has had successful boycotts before. So other communities are still going to buy it. They might even co-opt them into it. But it ain't going to be nah, us. We don't have to, we can reject, it ain't going to be us. It's still going to sell, but it ain't going to be us. Like We don't have to preach that message. I need some, I need, man, I've been tweeting out, bro. Black men need a hug. Black men need a hug today. And I know it's hard for us. And I don't, we don't have to, have, we don't have to talk about why. We already know. If you know, you know. If you don't, pick up a book, damn it. <laughs> we done with this? We done with it. I just, yeah, I feel bad. I, I... 28, man. Even though the Migos always seem like they're way older than me. But 28, like, I can't imagine, I can't imagine being dead at 28. The youngest dead, one. Like, now, like, I feel like I got too much to see. I have too much to do. I feel like, I feel so, like, in death because I believe that something we continue on. I feel like it's just too much in this life. You look, sometimes you sit and look at wildlife and nature. Like, my mom was watching a video. She sent me this video today. Mm. That was about like this. These guys they go and like scrape barnacles off of turtles because it like makes it so they they can't swim right. And I was just looking at the turtle and was like, you mean to tell me that shit was this shit is an accident? This shit looks like it was created. So I always think you know we live on, but I I think the worst thing of worse what's worse than death is dying young, dying. You were forcibly killed before you you felt it was your time and you you had dreams and real goals you wanted to hit and you're just dead and you just still somehow exist in limbo and you just look back and you're like damn i should still be on earth i feel like that's like hell in and of itself i don't know what you think about that like dying with regrets i feel like it's like the worst thing ever and you there is some kind of life after death i'd be pissed off i'm not that motherfucker for the rest of his days 
I don't really think about mortality like that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I really don't. I, I know a lot of people. We were just talking about it off mic. How like that? Where was that on mic? I don't remember actually. Sorry, my memory's kind of fading. About uh, you brought up how um, it's like a, a, a primal fear, death. Yeah, like death. I, I was talking about like this. Uh, shout out Chainsaw Man. It's a manga. But all like the devils in Chainsaw Man, they're all like get draw power and come to existence because of human fears. So oh, darkness yeah. is like the, one of our primal fears. Like yeah, everybody's so afraid of the dark. Like it's I just hardwired. I don't know? think that I really have like that fear like that. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, obviously, I don't want to like fucking drown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you might, you might not. But I'm trying to. What I'm like, but no, like people, you not, you may not have a fear immediately because you don't feel like your life is in any like real threat or danger. But if your life was in any kind of threat or you were just old. I feel like you'd be a little bit more afraid of death than, than you are now. You think it's just because I'm young and I don't think about it? Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's it's deep within. That's what I say is like a primal fear. Okay, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, because if, if I was on like the edge of death, then yeah, I would be fucking scared. I'd be terrified. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. No, you're right. But uh, yeah, let's introduce this next topic. So What you got for us? And I've heard people say talk about this before. But it's coming back into the news cycle. Stephen A. Smith, you know, saying that he's unpaid. He gets paid eight million dollars a year, and he's underpaid, like the face underpaid. of ESPN. I mean, I don't even watch. I don't even watch sports, and I know who he is. I've always, I've known who he is for years. I know he's like the face of ESPN. Yeah. And he does everything. You know, man. people in the comments are like, "These blacks are always complaining. He makes eight million dollars a year, but all these heads of these other company, uh, other, you know." This is sports media, but this is like regular mainstream news media. Mm-hmm. These heads, he's like the face, like Tucker Carlson. This guy, Tucker Carlson, makes what? What? Three times more, as much as him? Three times more than Stephen A. Smith? Does more. Like 20, hey, hey, if you're making more of that, period. Like, he's making more, does period. Does he make like 23, 24 million dollars a year? They get paid high. They get paid high. Them dudes you know at I mean? Fox. Like, some other guys get, get more than Tucker. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a pocket watcher, but this is the conversation. But I'm sure you look at, like, some of these guys that work for, like, some of these late-night shows. Only on once a night. Just once a night. A little late-night show. Guarantee mm-hmm. you. Look at them contracts. Jimmy Fallon and them. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I guarantee you they're making more than Stephen A. The problem Maybe with it. People are saying. I'm oh, sorry. My bad. I didn't cut you off. No, you got it. You got it. You got it. All I was, was going to say is, like, people are also saying, well, it's about how much you negotiate. If he didn't think his worth was $23 million, then. He didn't think it's worth the twenty-three million. I guess he's not getting paid that. But you know, there's probably some racism tied in there. We can't prove it, but like, I think next time he needs to just be like, "Hey, give me my twenty, my twenty M's, or I'm out." And I'm sure someone, someone else would love to have Stephen A. Smith, but I don't know who's as big as ESPN. Who's really trading blows for ESPN? Nobody. But that's fine. Stephen A. is a multi-talented guy. He doesn't have to do. He's a media personality. He doesn't have to do sports. Y'all think Stephen A. Smith, that's the reason why y'all saying, like, oh, it's his fault. It's because y'all think that he has to stay at ESPN. This nigga don't got to stay there? You know how many people... I mean, I always thought he was just some kind of, like, head sports analyst type ESPN dude. He started off as a journalist. Uh, I don't remember for which team, probably somewhere in New York or something. Or I think he talked about Allen Iverson, so maybe he used to cover him in Philly. And he transitioned into, you know, just doing media. So he's had a show for I don't know how many years now, like over a decade now. 
that's him. He's a media personality. He's also an actor. Like, he's also a producer. Like, this guy doesn't have to be in front of the camera. He just probably enjoys doing that and is good at it. And they pay him to do it. Y'all think that Stephen A. Smith is just, like, some little cuck that they just got, some little affirmative action little nigga that they just got up in ESPN who just likes to talk loud. Oh, look at that black over there just talking loud. He's so funny. That's probably what they think of Stephen mm. A. That's why that, y'all niggas not putting no think. respect on it. Stephen A. Smith is clearly underpaid. The man works, bruh, just, hey, watch, do me a favor, watch a full day of ESPN. Or just, don't, you don't have to watch it, but just like <laughs> look, up, look up what's on the scheduled uh, programming. And I guarantee you, Stephen A. Smith has like three or four shows a day. He's on air, making money for ESPN, like a minimum of six hours a day. He has his morning show on first take and then he has another morning show that he does on the radio sometimes and then he has another show that he does that's just him then he has uh-huh. espn like basketball shit that he does like halftime show shit that shit lasts till like they're on the east coast to like 11 o'clock 12 o'clock at night like this and then he does it all again the next day five days a week this guy is on some shit that, and then he does like the little interview shit on the side. Like this nigga working out here. Y'all niggas crazy thinking about eight million is yeah. enough. Eight million is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong though. They probably already mad. These trolls in the comments are probably already mad. A black man making eight million dollars a year. How's this Negro making more money than me? I don't even know if they. They. That's probably another thing they mad about. For most, for a lot of them, but like. Because people I, love pocket watching black people, especially black men. I think people are just pocket watching. They, they deny in racism. And systemic racism is a thing, you know, hoarding of resources. But then when a black person gets money, they're mad, almost as if the system didn't didn't get you. They mad at the fact that the system wasn't actually able to prevent you from doing it. And that's, that's everybody is not working as it's supposed to. That's you why I said like, up when you when you talk about when you ask him about it. Straight yeah, up. that's why I said like some affirmative action. Like they think he's just some affirmative action nigga, but uh, that's okay because they 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 setting up something in the Supreme Court to cancel that affirmative action. So. All these white people yeah. gonna figure out. They gonna figure it out, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> no, yeah, Stephen, I'm not even really equipped enough to even talk about the whole affirmative action thing. People, now nah, we're not even talking about that. Yeah, we're not even talking about that. Stephen A. Smith, um, do you think he should leave ESPN? Because I've heard, uh, you know, Charles Barkley is one of those niggas that be talking about. Uh, he be joking sometimes. <laughs> uh, TNT is real different. They they allow them to actually like speak their minds. Uh, and they don't have to fucking like apologize for all this dumb shit. But <clears throat> Charles Barkley has been one of the main ones been talking about like I never go work for ESPN. Like they don't pay you. They slave you like a dog. You think he should go somewhere else? Because we already know Disney. Uh, Disney does not have a good report. He, he should weigh his options. If if he someone pays him more, I would go. That's my mentality. Especially you know I feel like. I have no qualms about it. if I get if you get if you're gonna give me more money I will definitely leave. But like that. it's not even all about the money though, because like we talk about it like Disney does not have a good rapport with their workers. Disney is yeah. sleazy, yo. That's an understatement. Disney is and Disney be doing things like during the pandemic, like firing all of their custodial staff. Because, oh, yeah, hey, yeah. we can't pay you guys. We're in the middle of a pandemic. And mm-hmm. then when they come out of the pandemic, be like, oh, we're going to hire you guys back. Wait, what's the catch? For, for less, less pay. For less pay. Disney come sleazy. Back. Disney sleazy. Yeah. Um, we also saw like last year or maybe it was earlier this year how all of those um, 
LGBT workers, LGBTQ workers uh, from Disney, from the Disney company said they I think they might have filed, uh, filed a lawsuit even about how they've just been like, um, I think they were saying like they were either being like, um, why did I, why can't I think of the word? What's the word? Uh, discriminatory. Um, in their in the films though is what I'm saying like they wouldn't they would be discriminate uh, discriminatory against the the characters in the films like they wouldn't allow them like remember when they took out the Buzz Lightyear kiss scene and stuff like that like yeah. that type of shit so like who wants to work for fucking but they did, Disney they did it to black folks too like when you look at the posters when you look at yeah the, that too uh, like Star Wars posters and shit like Star Wars in China yeah they took out I think they took out Rose too Black Panther too they did it with Black Panther a movie just about an, a fictional African sci-fi country they just like were covering people's faces yeah in the posters no nah, disney like, is just wow if you know anything about disney like they're sleazy um the way they treat their employees and just their business practices in general but Stephen a probably you know he probably feels like he's treated well there because he's like the top dog there he probably gets a nice a good amount of perks you know i wouldn't put that past and got a nice parking spot and shit no nah, nice salary to go with it but nigga underpaid so that's just is what it is Speaking about pay, we're gonna have to pay for some of these verified check marks on Twitter because eight dollars ain't shit, nigga. Hey, I'm so I'm I'm verifying I'm, my ass. I'm trying to understand this. So it basically means eight dollars a month for a bullshit check mark, or is it you still have to meet all the same criteria it took before to get verified and pay the eight bucks? That's what I'm not understanding. Everybody's verified doesn't mean shit. It's like if once everyone's super, no one will be. It's great reference. Thing. Great reference, yeah. bro. Great reference. I love that. That, is, that. That's a scam. That doesn't even make any sense. I think that he, I mean, the only reason why he's doing this, he said, is because of bots. He says the only way he can think of to, or one of the most effective ways he can think of to deter bots from Twitter. So it probably is going to be like the, the, the aforementioned thing that you said. You have to qualify for it as before. And then, hey, the $8 on top of it. Because putting the paywall there is going to make scam accounts and stuff not want to pay. But it's only $8, so, like, I don't know. But I kind of like I'm it. You know? It's just a fucking blue yeah. check. Like, let's let's get rid of the fucking, you know, bow. Like, why, is we, why do we have all this fucking red tape over this shit? Like, it's just a fucking check mark. Like, you're real. I'm real. I'm as real. I'm I'm as real as fucking Tom Brady. But what is the point? It, it just seems like a un, very unthought out. Just like uh, like he even said this. Like, how do we monetize this real quick? Like, uh, we need the money. Oh, yeah, he boom, also boom. said oh. that. He also said that the monetization that they're gonna get from it. Because I don't think Twitter. I don't think they make money. They don't have any monetization on Twitter. Besides, besides like ads. Are there no ads? I don't think that they, what I'm saying is like, I don't think they monetize their content is what I'm saying. Like, okay. Cause now I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm like, that's what I'm definitely ads. Now I'm going on Twitter just to, I'm like, I know I'm not crazy. Twitter. No, Twitter makes money, but I don't think that they have a, a good amount of revenue streams that actually like make revenue, like make them profit. Um, not just revenue. And so I think this is one of those. He also said that he's going to try to use that revenue to pay content providers content creators okay so that's a move I think, but what are some ways you think you can monetize twitter you know maybe we can give them, hope we don't give them too many ideas and they, they make a fuckload of money and we don't get any money 
Um, they're gonna do what every social media group does. I think they have all the other shit maybe that they can. social media platforms have. Like they have the, you know, you could post the video pictures. So you probably get paid off of views at a certain point. They have the uh, talk spaces. So that's like their Instagram live. So you can get paid off of that. Don't they have like badges and stuff like that? Like, can't you? Yeah. Or you can subscribe to people on Twitter too. Like they have they their can things. Make avatars with paid items. Yeah, they have their you things. Think, you think they'll be people be mad if they made it so that like you have to pay to open the spaces? Like you had to be like you had to pay five bucks a month to get access to certain features, which means like starting your own room on Twitter. Look, man, at the end of the day, like the subscription model even two bucks a month they could probably get away with. You they might make these today, money. yo, today if you haven't realized it, you can get away with selling anything. Even if people don't need it. Yeah. That's the or whole entire Discord reason. Model. What about it? Like, you know, you can streaming a different, like you can stream on Twitter. Like imagine they just try to take a bite on a Twitch and you can stream on Twitter. And if you want to do 4K, you got to pay the five bucks or the 10 bucks a month. You know what I mean? You get like certain levels of quality of the streaming. All these companies are doing yeah. the same thing. They're just trying to figure out ways to have as much content as possible stored on their platform and in their company. The next topic that we have lines up perfectly with this conversation. YouTube is going to start having a, they're calling it a premium channel hub. So it sounds like porn, honestly. Premium channel. Doesn't it kind of? Like the premium channel hub? Am, am I nasty? Bread. Am I just a nasty-minded creature? Bang bros. <laughs> I'm the only one that thought that, seriously? Damn. All right. All right. Expose me. Okay. Um... YouTube, premium channel, hub. So you can get everything. You got your Hulu, your Disney mm -hmm. Plus, your Netflix, all the way up to your HBO, your Showtime, your Stars, all the way down to your YouTube TV. I sound like Dr. Umar, huh? That's what I'm doing. Do I didn't even realize that I was doing that. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was doing exactly what he Consciousness did. Consciousness over Punani. <laughs> Business before back shots. Business before back shots. <laughs> Yo, he's wild. Who says that? <laughs> and is serious about it. Like, I'm a psychologist. <laughs> like, who says that? I'm a PhD. Backshots. Are, like, whoa, whoa. Like, whoa. <laughs> this is, now remember, guys, business for backshots. He's crazy, yo. He needs, he needs <laughs> man. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Um, but, yeah, I think that all these content companies, they're all doing the same thing, yo. Bring me all the content and put it right here. This is exactly what YouTube is doing. YouTube is about to blow this shit out of the water. They might take the number one streaming spot because they can fudge those numbers in a way to make it seem like streaming, can't they? Like if you go on there, because yeah. it's all going to be connected to the YouTube ecosystem anyway. Thank you for giving me that word earlier. I'm going to add that to my collection. All they're going to do is they're just going to put all these little channels right next to the YouTube homepage. So couldn't they technically be like, you came to our page, you watched a couple of videos, you, you saw a couple of our ads, that's traffic to us? I'm not a business major, so. Yeah, I don't really know. I think this is pointless, but. Explain, because I'm on the other side. I think this is kind of brilliant. I'm not going to use it because. It seems like they're charging you to have the same shit you have on your smart TV. You open your, like on my smart but it's TV. it's all consolidated. My hubs, my hubs are the buttons that are on that they paid to have their name on the on the on the, on the remote mm -hmm. and then you have those free buttons you can program to be certain apps mm -hmm. that's my hub yeah oh i want hulu boom hulu's open 
Oh fuck! New show on Netflix. Oh, where's the, where's Netflix on the remote? Click. Netflix is open. Yeah. That's a wait. That's it. I don't need to pay money and have a medium through YouTube for shit I already have. Well, it's. I think it's for the people. Like I was saying earlier, like this is for the people that are like the quote unquote completionists. Or, you know, this is for the people that like everything to be consolidated in one area. They don't want to have to feel like they're, you know, like, because, like, my current setup, like, if, like, I have everything mostly on my Apple TV, which is a content hub. So if I go on my Apple TV, I've got all my apps right there. It's basically like an iPhone that gets to connect to your TV. So I wouldn't need YouTube TV. But say, for example, I didn't have any of those streaming services and I heard about this. I'm the type of person that they're probably going after. I'm the type of guy where I like things organized in so so much of a, a neat manner that I will be like, well, I use YouTube enough. Let me just put all the rest yeah. of my shit next to my YouTube stuff. It's no different than like how we have like tabs, like bookmark yeah. tabs on our uh, Google Chrome or, you know, the way that you organize your shit at, at home on your TV. Most people have smart TVs nowadays, but I'm sure there's people that don't. They probably love this. I think it's a good idea, and I mostly think that the only reason why they're doing this is obviously to just get people on the YouTube app. Because YouTube has yeah, YouTube I mean, TV, too. And I paid for YouTube Premium one time just to not get the ads, and it was nice. And you, get, you can download videos. YouTube Premium? Offline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it still just never felt worth it enough to me. Like, yeah, you can download some YouTube videos and queue them up for later and watch them on a plane when you, know, you don't want to pay for a plane internet, but... Eh. I I also think that there's a different side of this, too, that I haven't brought up yet. And I don't think a lot of people will. There's a side of it where you could say that they're kind of about to set a precedent. I can see this being a thing. They're kind of about to set a precedent here because essentially what they're saying is, hey, our Mr. Beast, like, like, hey, ABC, Disney Plus, y'all got your subscribers, right? Like, you know, y'all got your shows. Like, people are going to be able to, like... Look at their shows. That's going to be a feature, right, on the app. Like, hey, right. up next, here's what you watch. Like, this is your list. What YouTube is essentially saying here, or Google, if you want to say the parent company name, is they're saying, like, you know, y'all got your little Walking Dead over there that gets your little 10 million, uh, 10 million views a night, a week. We got, we got a Mr. Beast. We got a Hulk. Our nigga gets 10 million shit. It, like, a, he puts two videos out a week. So it's kind of like, you see what I'm saying? Like, they're kind of equalizing, yeah. like, because if you really think about it, like, the the whole space is becoming pretty leveled, right? If Mr. Beast can get just as many views as the hottest show out Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, he deserves to be right next to House of the Dragon on the promo, right? Yeah, I mean, Mr. Beast is like, God of YouTube. <laughs> There's this funny video made by, I think this Flash gets about him and how he's just like, they think he's just like an AI robot who is like merged with the algorithm or some shit. Because that guy, I don't, he's on a no level. He's not the only one. He just, he just yeah. gets a lie. He like, he, he, but his views look outrageous. But he's not the only one. There's several YouTube accounts. Probably, how many would you estimate? Maybe like around like, uh, that get millions of views. They get millions of views. I'm setting it up that way. Probably like, like the top 10, top 20. You think that's it? Only 20 accounts on YouTube that get over a million views? Maybe not, because you got like guys, but Corey Kenshin has a pretty big channel. Like, I, we're going to look at it right now. YouTube channel rankings. 
I wonder how high Corey Kenshin is. Well, that feel like that's going to bring up subscriber counts. I'm just talking about in terms of views because I want to set it up in terms of like the way that the network channels are looking at it, like these media network channels. They go off ratings. Ratings means views. How long did we retain you and how many how many people did we get to to like in our traffic? There's probably other metrics too, but I'm juvenile. Video views. I mean, Mr. Beast is number seven. I remember most of these in the top ten are like are like Sony and like YouTube movies and like Coco Melon nursery rhymes. What mm. the fuck is that? It's number three, higher than Mr. Beast. These are like shows. These are like are there any like? Do you, can you look it up this way. Look up influencers. YouTube influencers. Oh, no, my mouse died. As usual. I'll look it up. Yeah. This this whole this whole entire we're seeing a lot of this. It's kind of like that in music because you see a lot of people popping from TikTok. Uh, it's kind of like that in acting. Same thing. See a lot of people from social media just kind of like you know you're a comedian or you know you're a an actor, a visual effects artist, even like a lot of people. Social media is opening up everything and people don't look at YouTube like a social media, but it essentially serves as the same function. It's just opening the, it's opening several opportunities to everybody. Yeah. It, it's content generation. It's like a social media mixed with like a streaming platform. It's like that. I mean, I, I mean, it, YouTube is way before its time and it's to me just not really coming into like what it, what it is. Like, I mean, it's, it's been that way for years, but like it's, YouTube was way before its time and still was successful. You know what I mean? Like, it was before its time, but it still was successful. Now we're coming into an era with all these streaming sites, and YouTube just, they don't have to do shit. They just have to let the people who use it generate the content. People make documentaries, make skits, and whole movies, and, I mean, everything you can think of. It's like the ultimate streaming site. It always has been. I don't think you'll ever, no other streaming site will come out with just the sheer volume of content than YouTube. More content comes on YouTube in a day than Netflix could even dream of. You know what I mean? I can't find an exact list of every, like, how, like, I don't think they can rank it that way. Because I don't know if they have complete access to everybody's, like, average view count. But in terms of, I mean, there's a lot of people that we know on here, like Mr. Beast, PewDiePie. That's pretty much it, honestly. <laughs> there's a lot of individual influences here. I'm just not all up in it like that honestly like there's a shit ton of them i just don't know any of these people i don't know any of these people but we see them pop all the time this shit is about to open up to a um an entirely new world like we're gonna see an entirely new world content has never been at this level do you think this is the oh peak of content God. or do you think it's even gonna get hell it? no they just came out with a new remember i told you about the ai art now they're yeah. starting to get into text to video art. This How does is that just work? the beginning. Same, Same way, thing. just typing okay. a prompt, and I, I want a 3D video of a of a raccoon with a banjo and tap dance shoes, tap dancing at a bowling alley, and it will like give you a 3D video of that. Same way as it works with the art, and I'll give you different variants of it, and you can specify what you want, and and it's like. There's like a whole new. I'll send. I can send you guys a video later. There's a. There's a channel for the for the for the viewers. I think it's called Two Minute. I think it's called Two Minute Papers, and they, that's one of their most recent videos is on text to video. It's like it'll blow you away. And remember, like 
it'll look like it kind of looks a little shaky. Remember, AI art's incredible now, and now it's 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 been like six months. So imagine six months of the same tech. It's just going through the same cycle again, but just with now 3D. So in six months, it's going to be like, I want a video of Obama riding a a horse with a revolver, and it's going to give you some crazy shit. So that is, that's just, I mean, everybody has it. People can just have it and play with it. and just so It's like meme technology. Something. Like, remember when meme generators just were like, you could just look up a meme generator, and everyone had the capability to do it. And now memes are just, yeah. you go on Instagram or Twitter and it's just flooded with memes. Just, everything is just memes. Just billions and trillions of memes. It's going to probably be the same thing. Like, I mean, everybody has a fucking phone. That's the thing. Like, everybody has a fucking phone. There's really no excuse now. Like, if you want to know how to do something, you got it right there. You got a, a complete manual right there on your phone. And speaking of, you know, generating fresh and new content you know outside of the box content you know a24 just got the rights to the friday the 13th series and the tv shows coming out what are your thoughts i'm not a big fan of friday the 13th i think it's cheesy but a24 i love i don't know if they're producing it like hands-on producing it or if they're just yo like because like i've we've never has a24 ever released a show where are they releasing this they probably have I have no idea. Who are they, they working with have, to distribute? Because they're the distributor most of the time, but they don't have a channel. Yes, they are the distributor. They don't have a network channel. So who who can be the person that... They're like probably what, collaborating with a... With like a Hulu network. or something? Probably, yeah. Like a Hulu or like a... Yeah. I wonder if we can find that. It doesn't really matter to me. I, I really think... I think the thing that like drew me to this topic is the fact that A24 is making a show. Like We've never seen that before. So I'm excited to see if they can if they can do the same thing with the movies that they, or with the show that they do with the movies. Like they've been on a tear the last few years, dude. A24 yeah, came man, from the been, bottom. They've been making, they've been releasing, they've been releasing heat bangers. They've been releasing slappers. Yeah, they've been releasing slappers. Even bodies, bodies, man. It's on streaming. It's on uh, like Voodoo and like movie rental sites now. I got a lot of movies I gotta watch on digital. I got a lot. I got a lot. Yeah. I got a lot. I still yeah, haven't been able to movie, catch up bro. on. Uh, I still haven't I been able really to watch. believe you're gonna love. You're gonna love that movie. If you love that whole like Gen Z like, Rhaenyra kind of thing. I gotta give it I'm a not watch. Saying, you know, it kind of has that vibe. Like, but like Rhaenyra got like kidnapped and they just like teleported her into that movie. She would just fit perfectly in the movie. I don't know why. It's I fucking love Rhaenyra, like, dude. Yeah, it has like this dude. Gen Z like young Rhaenyra though, but like it has like this like, this whimsical kind of like vibe to it even though it's supposed to be a horror movie but you'll see when you watch the movie i gotta pick that one up and i also gotta pick up um i still haven't been able to watch barbarian yet it's waiting there for me though i know exactly where to find it how to get to it i'm gonna get i'm gonna get on it so you, don't come up, over here. You, can, yeah. you can watch it right right now you can get off the stream and watch it It'd probably be on the front page yeah we're gonna get we're gonna get that review going because i that I, movie is like targaryen on still think oh about that see, and that's probably a spoiler just even saying like that targaryen monster <laughs> <laughs> that baby, that, that little, that little, that little incestual baby is like, yeah, it's man, like that basically barbarian. I picked up the book for the people that don't know that that the House of the Dragons is based off of, and that book completely changed everything. And we're not gonna, we're not gonna, because you know how we do with Game of Thrones. But I just gotta say, like that book, like Game of Thrones changed. is pretty bad, but the books they hold back, bro. Like that's how you know it's real if they're holding back, and the show is that degenerate, and they're holding back. 
They do. They're holding back. They do. Because the books are way worse. The books make me, like, almost, like, depressed. Like, I got to stop reading the books sometimes. Because the way that they... The way that they treat people... George R.R. <laughs> he's mean, bro. <laughs> he's mean to his characters. <laughs> I'm, he makes me sad the way he treats his characters. Same with Stephen King. Same with Stephen King, bro. Um, there's been, like, a real, like uptick in the love of horror this year what happened even like with me like i hated horror no and all of a horror. sudden I've this year i was just horror. like yo like i started watching i started binging movies like I, this is the year that i've been watching a lot of horror in general i love always loved it but this is the year i've really been on what horror what happened are we just that demonic now to where everybody just leaned into fucking horror and gruesome gore and exorcisms and what happened, yo? It's like, to me, horror is like the hot sauce of watching movies. You know what I mean? Like, you want some, you want like, you kind of want to movie. You want like, you want like a bite to it. Watch a horror movie. Like, that's how I feel like it's like a, you want a little bit more of an experience to eating. You know, but that's the horror. That's the movie version of hot sauce. Like, oh, you see, you see it as just a little bit of extra flavor. I see it as yeah. I just want a little bit of suffering. I know it's yeah, gonna it's just burn. Like a little bit of fear. I know, you know it's gonna burn me a little bit, but I can handle it. I can handle. You gotta it. be on your guard just a little bit more. Some shit's gonna jump scary. Yeah. I'm on your guard. Like I refuse to play horror games. Like I love horror movies. Fuck a horror game. I cannot do horror games. It's more intense. Slender bro. Man ruined. Slender Man ruined horror games. I was just about that to say. Me as a kid. When you guys we played it when we were in high school. Ooh, mm -hmm. you guys introduced me to Slender Man. I thought about playing it alone once. Couldn't bring myself to do it. Wasn't brave I can't enough. Do the games because the games are like more unpredictable. In the movie, you can kind of know when a jump scare is coming. The game is like if you fuck up or you go down the wrong hallway, or you go down the wrong thing, you can't time the jump scare. Like even if you went to like horror nights, like ah, oh, it's probably gonna do be a dude around the corner. Right. Oh, it's probably be. But the game is like <laughs> it's weird. Like it's like it's, it's it's alive. It's more active. So it's like you can't predict everything. Did you go to horror nights this year? No, I haven't been since we were in high school, but I might go next year. I'm definitely gonna go next year. I miss I don't know horror why nights. No, go. I miss horror nights. I saw a lot of uh, the people that I used to be um, close with from back in the day at horror nights, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like, I miss horror nights, bro. Like, sometimes you just gotta get that flavor. You know, it's a running gag on our show. Like, you mm -hmm. gotta you gotta get a little seasoning. Different context here, but you need a little seasoning sometimes, and that just adds a little seasoning. Everybody to life. should go get old, get over it, man. It's really not that bad if you understand. When I walk in here, there could be a jump scare around in every corner. Once you understand that, and you, it's not scary because you're always on guard. But sometimes they really will get you. Like one time they actually got me with this when we walked out, you out. And they just a whole bunch of steam. They shot a whole bunch of mist out. So yeah, if we're looking around, I don't see anybody. Yeah. So I'm standing there, and a whole bunch of mist just gets shot out. And I'm standing, the whole friend group is, like, looking at me. Because we had just exited the maze. Them. We had just exited another yeah. maze. And that they just shot terrifying. a whole bunch of steam out when we went. And some dude just, like, I'm imagining, because I didn't see it, of course, from their perspective, came out of the mist and just was like, Yep. 
It was yeah. just waiting there. Because it was the same guy that you were like, you that taunted. That was dirty. You that taunted, one was dirty. Because you didn't explain what you did, see? You didn't explain what you did. You were in the maze, and he tried to scare you, the same guy. And you was like, you looked at him, you was like, you wagged the Matumbo finger, like, no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> That's probably what I did. You didn't get me. I was acting a fool. I remember. I no, fool. I remember. Yeah. I saw you. And he looked at you. He looked at you like, this nigga. So he was like, Yo, yo, boss, like, I got to go handle something. I got to go handle something, boss. And he took a little exit door, and he saw you. He was like, that's the guy. That's the guy right there, mom. <laughs> it went up to you. And, yeah, he was waiting. He just creeped on you. That was fucked up on our part, though. That was that was messed up on our part. I should. Yeah, that was that was like because he actually got me. That I owe you an apology. Scared. I owe you an apology because that was fucked up. I should have warned you. He, cre- he used the environment. He used the fog of war to creep up on me. That was fucked up. Ah, uh, man. That was personal. <laughs> yeah. I should have been like, I should have been un- like. That was he left his post to get that. He he made sure one. of it. I should have. I mean, I, that was fucked up on me, bro. I should have been like Cuba Gooding and Boys in the Hood, just Ricky. Because you usually, if you're not in a maze, you see them coming. So that was dirty. Because if you're not in a maze, you see you see exactly where they are. Yeah. Sometimes they might be around the corner, but usually you see them. Dude, the greatness of horror nights is like. When they get interactive with you and it becomes like a 4D experience, obviously mm-hmm. it's like, um, you know, they can like shoot up at you and stuff like that. So it's kind of 4D a little bit like that. But the but one time the chainsaws on the ground and they'll spark. Whoa, they'll like bro. Come up to you. Like that. The one when I first time I saw that shit, that shit terrified me. The time when we walked through that one maze, I forget exactly what the movie was, but we came around some weird corridor and it got me twice. We came around the, the right side. Nigga was sitting in the chair. I thought it was just an ordinary chair. I knew it was a guy in there, but I thought it was like, oh, he's just faking. Like Because, you know, sometimes they do that with the props. Nigga just stood up. I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Tried to sprint around the other corner. Some lady came out with a chainsaw and just put it in some, like, props mouth. And just the shit sprayed on me. I was I like, remember I, that. I, remember that. I remember that. I remember that. I remember the, the liquid hitting my face. Like, bro, they spray, I, like, like, water I sprinted out, out of that room, bro. I mean, I shoved <laughs> people forward. I didn't even know they could do I that. I remember that, me. yeah. I was so like I felt assaulted. I literally like I need to I need to like file <laughs> a, a battery Dude, charge. Like, it's good fun. Like I was terrified of it. Don't get me wrong. When I was a kid, you could not get me going to haunted house. But when you, it's like so satisfying to face that fear and to actually start to enjoy it. Like yeah. to, like you know you're gonna get scared, but it's like it's fun. Like once you is, it's like that's why I like horror movies. It feels the same way to me. Like I used to be scared of horror movies. Not all of them. But I used to be scared of a lot of them. I was scared, like the alien ones. I used to hate anything sci-fi horror. Terror scared the fuck out of me. Like couldn't sleep at night. But like, good fun, man. Like, great fun. Like I, I'll never forget. Like we that same night we went to there was a Halloween, and that's where mm-hmm. I think that's where I got scared. But there was a Halloween uh, maze. Yeah. And we went in a room, and it was like <sighs> the whole room was just filled with Michaels. Like the light flashed off. It was a we house of in, mirrors. It was pitch black. The light flashed on, and it was just Michaels everywhere. It flashed off again, flashed on, and the Michaels were all, like, some of them were in the same place. Those were the fake ones. And the real ones had moved around the room. Yeah, I think they tried to do, like, that a House of Mirrors thing, man. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And it'd be the same nigga in the same ass mask. Scare you every time. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> like. And they were chasing out the park for our viewers who have never been to you know, studios either. I'm sure both coasts do it, the one on the, in, in Florida and the one in yeah. California. For those who've never been, like they will chase you out the park. 
Yeah, I, they I will saw chase them you like out the park. they were scaring the ones children. Once you roam between mazes, they will chase you out the park. They were scaring children, like dude. The ones that like brought in the like children, children, like little like children with strollers. Yeah. They were scaring them niggas too. Like, nigga, this if chainsaw you can get them? you too. Like Sneak Meter said, you that you, them? you ain't too young to get that oh, ass yeah. whooped. <laughs> yeah, if you guys ever go and all you gotta do is just ignore them and they'll go away. Yeah. But if you run, they will chase you out the park. Yeah. If you start running, they're like, oh, good. I'm getting my exercise, and they will just chase you <laughs> until you leave the park. How many steps yeah. I got? Oh, I can, I can, I can fit a few more. <laughs> That's funny. Like I literally, when I we went, I saw like people who were too scared, like they were like really scary. They ran them out the park. <laughs> they ran me out the park the first time I went in. When I walked in, saw a whole bunch of dudes, like some like what are they, Raccoon City dudes with chainsaws, running them on the ground. I was like, oh, hell no. I took off. <laughs> I, I ran out. Nah, I try to square up with them, bro. That's the only way that they'll leave you alone. But sometimes they get a little yeah. like, ah, out of me sometimes. That's funny. All right, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving so we can get out of here. You want Vine back, bro? Elon Musk thinks that maybe we should bring back Vine. Uh, it might get me to actually use TikTok because I have like a boycott on TikTok. I, I just don't fuck with it. But Elon, Elon's like a piece of shit to me anyway, too. But I don't know. I'd, I'd be more willing to use Vine again than use TikTok if they like just take Vine and just replicate TikTok. They just make a, they make a straight up TikTok copy. Does Twitter own, own Vine? Vine? How are they bringing it? So they must own Vine, yeah? I, I thought that they do. Who I didn't know Vine? that. I think Twitter does. So Twitter just was like, Fuck Vine and just shut yeah. it down. Twitter owns Vine. Yeah. Oh. Basically, yeah. I wonder why they did that. That was dumb. That had everybody. Uh, like, everybody was on Vine. They was like, well, fuck them. Get off Vine. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I guess. Jesus. Ain't nobody putting Vines on TikTok. So fuck y'all. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. Twitter about to uh Twitter about to come up. Twitter about to come up, I think. Twitter it kinda is the best app, isn't it? In terms of content? Yeah, that's definitely my favorite and the one I use the most. I use, you consider Discord a social media? I use Twitter. It I can use, be. Like, Twitter and Discord, like, Twitter and Discord interchangeably and for number one, then, then YouTube, then Instagram, and then that's it. I don't really use anything. Yeah. But. Dude, TikTok, man. Too bad you can't buy their stock. I mean, uh, Twitter, it's too bad you can't buy their stock anymore. But don't, I'm just kidding. Um, What's the last, what, what else we got? What else we got? I think we're on our last topic, isn't didn't we? Uh, we got some quick ones like you okay, know, one division season two. Oh yeah, not yeah, really yeah. big. You know, people there's just an update that uh, you know it's coming, it's confirmed. They haven't really given. I don't think they've given a date yet, but uh, people are excited about that. That's all I really wanted to say. Just it wasn't. I didn't want to make it that big of a deal. I just just making sure the people like, know. Make sure the people know. Vision gonna be um, in it? Did they say anything about Vision? Yeah, they didn't say anything about Vision. Because isn't he having his own show? Vision. I think, I don't know. I think he is getting his own show. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. And I saw that they also, uh, they like made a casting decision for some other like random hero I've never heard about. But I saw a lot of people were floating around pictures of Wanda and maybe that character in the comic books together. So do you know who I'm talking about though? Like they casted some black dude mm -hmm. recently. He looked familiar. He's like Blue Marvel or something like that. I don't remember. The actor, the dude looked familiar. I think he's the guy that played in Moonlight. The play, the guy that played the adult version of that main character. He's a famous, not famous like household name, but he's a pretty, he gets work is what I mean. 
know. You might have to send that to me later. Yeah, I'll I don't probably know. know though. Yeah. I don't I was know. watching Marvel lore videos today. I was watching a whole video about King the Conqueror and like his comic stories. His comic stories are like dope as hell. That's why I'm looking. I hope they don't they do him justice in MCU because Kang is dope. Did you see that Kang they were cool. making? Kang uh, gives me Rick and Morty vibes. There is like, some much more, a little bit more serious. Yeah, I could see that. There were some rumors talking about how I don't know if there are rumors or if there are reports. I'd be doing that a lot on here. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta fix that. Uh, <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know nothing, really though. Uh, but no, but I saw some things that were saying like they're trying to Marvel is trying to make a deal with Sony in 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 light of like the same type of shit that they have going on with Spider Man having to do with the Kang series. And I was kind of confused by that. So what are they gonna do? I don't know. I don't think it's fleshed out yet. I just saw maybe it's just like a rumor mill thing where it's like, hey, heads up, Marvel, Sony, deal coming. I just saw that they threw in the name Kang. Oh, well, man, they probably got to redo their deal to get Spider-Man in the Kang Dynasty. Because Kang Dynasty oh, is crazy. Oh, like, you're right. Kang is like crazy. Like, you cannot even kill him. Like, he just will always come back. You're right. Or some version of him is just going to come back. And he's like from the 40th century but like ridiculous technology that sucks that sony holds marvel ca uh hostage like that that's really stupid for spider-man yeah because you would think but they just not gonna they know the superhero genre is popping they know Mar MC marvel needs them and they got them by the nuts and they're just not gonna they're gonna train it for all they can all his work and i don't blame them really think about it they know what they got what what value what they have it has you know speaking of uh superheroes are you excited about Henry Cavill returning as Superman, or does that spoil your Marvel dreams, your Marvel aspirations? Because I know you came on I'll here a spoil, few times. I'll spoil Marvel because he it would be dope if they he played Superman in DC and he played Hyperion, which is like a Superman clone in Marvel. Because Hyperion, I think, it should be a, should appear in the Kang Dynasty. Some people are saying he might even appear in Quantum Mania, but like Hyperion is like a Superman Marvel Superman. He's like from an alternate universe though, but he's like a, Mar a Marvel character from the comics. Wouldn't that be cool? Henry Cavill played Hyperion. People I honestly personally dislike. People would love that. People would love that because it'd be it'd be like a joke. It'd be like a funny reference. Like it's like oh he's playing the knockoff Superman. To like, me, oh, that, that makes sense. I get the joke. I sure. <laughs> I get the joke, but I, to me it honestly offends me when I see uh, the same character, the same actors from Marvel movies. In DC movies, I'm honestly kind of offended by it. When I saw Tom Hardy transition from a great, a spectacular DC performance to a Marvel performance, that was kind of like. What did he eh. do in DC again? He was Bane. He was Bane. Bro, what? like one of the best, one of the best superhero villains in cinematic history. He played the role to a T. He does not seem like the kind of guy that was playing Bane. That was playing Bane. That's why it was amazing. Because I only know him from. The, the Venom of series. That's why it was amazing because he brought a lot to the character. Even the fucking like that like Eastern European accent was like, how the fuck you come up with that? Now everybody makes fun of that. Just the oh, everybody makes fun of that now. But I was like, dude, when I saw him as Venom, I was like, yo, you really are about to fucking do that, yo? Like you have no loyalty, yo. That's like, nigga, like Game of Thrones references. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep it to myself because that's that's the time I'm on. I'm gonna keep it to myself, but. He, he, he switched sides, bro. He switched sides. Don't fuck with it. Same with, like, all them Game of Thrones dudes. Like, I guess they can work. 
sure, y'all can work too. I'm talking about like Kit Harrington. Like how they were in Game of Thrones. You had an entire series yeah. to yourself, and now you're just going to be in the Marvel movies. But I guess I got to get used to it now because everybody's in these Marvel movies. Everybody wants some of that cha-chang-chang. -chang. They get bands over there. So follow the money, y'all. They get bands. I had a topic that we could bring to the floor. Uh, NASA seems to have made everybody a billionaire because they just recently found a asteroid that they plan on actually sending a space mission out. They said they actually had planned on sending it. I think they sent they, they said they planned on sending this machinery out to scan that asteroid, which contains up to 10,000 quadrillion dollars worth of resources is what they're saying. More than the entire global economy. They said they were trying to send that out like a couple years ago, but they're finally just, just now getting to it. We about to be billionaires, well, you know, space yo. Space mining. Space mining is going to be the first where the first trillionaire originates because space mining is is big money we just don't have the tech yet to really get to that point where we're just sending like robot probes out there to mine shit and bring it back to earth and you know and it makes sense economically didn't they but, just make a movie called don't look up that's the exact same exact well, same storyline that's this. why they wanted them that's why they wanted the meteor to hit the planet is because like hey man like if we can somehow survive it and come back we're like we got a fuckload of money like, you know, and then we're going to hire all these people to mine, spend decades mining this big ass asteroid for all its resources. That's just kind of crazy how they just released that type of movie. And now it's just here. Like, it's just like, how did they that movie was sad, man. But I did mention that they, they had found this asteroid a couple years back. So maybe the people that wrote Don't Look Up already knew about this story and was like, let's just fix. Maybe put that in the in the movie that we have. I don't know. Maybe it was just a lot more, but they probably knew about space mining. This has been talked about before, about how many uh, resources are on a lot, like, a lot of asteroids and stuff like that. Yeah. What do you think of that movie? Because so that movie is yeah, like... It was, it's a sad movie. Kind of polarizing. Shows how, easy, how easy it is to just manipulate the masses and get them on propaganda. You thought it was good, though? I thought I liked the movie. I thought it was a good movie. Didn't we watch it, it together, movie. actually? We did. We did. Okay. I think we did. I think so. I loved yeah, that, that was movie. A sad movie. I thought it was yeah, great. It was a really sad movie. And then all the billionaires survived and they went to like another planet. And the lady, they were all naked when they got off the ship and they, like the indigenous creatures just start eating them. Yeah. When they, all the billionaires got on the planet. That movie is like scary because they niggas would definitely do that. Like them politicians left them hoes. Everyone, Don't give a fuck about us. Everyone they care died. less about us. They literally probably hate us and probably think that like, you know, they could care less about us. It's like, why do I have to die so you can survive? It's like that here, too. It's like, why do I have to suffer so you can survive better? Why can't I survive better, too? Not even just survive. Why do I have to suffer just so you can you can live well? You can live well beyond what you even can even imagine. Needing. Yeah. Why, do, why, do we have, why does the world end just so you can have billions and billions and billions of dollars coming in every year? Now, let's say hypothetically, let's carry through with it. Let's say hypothetically, the they get there. They start mining it. Actually, no, no, no. Let's start before there, actually, because I'm sure if NASA has found this asteroid, other countries have found this asteroid, too. So when NASA goes and they actually confirm, like, yo, so I think they said that they're probably going to be able to get their their piece of tech in, like, I think they said 2026. So, all right, a few years from now, NASA gets there. They scan the asteroid. They're like, fuck, y'all. This is it. We were correct. They confirm it. What the fuck happens here? 
now we know that there is just like a fortune out there that we're now mining. What the fuck happens here? Everyone could be a billionaire and everyone knows it. You got your, you got your French toast mine. If you think that article was like, oh, well, when it gets here, we're just going to share all the money with everyone. Because then, then the inflation would be ridiculous. It wouldn't even be, it would just destroy, completely destroy. So what the are they going to do? Like, what are the people like? I, don't you think that's going to like make everything like crazy, yo? Like purge shit. That's that's why Kamei said space. The space mining is gonna what's gonna bring about what's gonna bring about the first trillionaires and like you know how we talk about billionaires today. Billionaires gonna be the new millionaires. You have no, I'm talking about like death and atrocities going on because people just know like yo, you have my fucking money. Like why? Like well, it's gonna be like the new gold rush. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like people are gonna be like. They're gonna be fighting. Countries gonna be sending their own little individual drones up there. And they're gonna be shooting each other and attacking each other. Get away from there. That's mine. They're gonna probably gonna be raid. I was just God had a thought damn. in my head. They're gonna, they're probably gonna be bringing. They're gonna mine a whole bunch of shit and bring it back to Earth. And all of a sudden, the Chinese are gonna come in and just give me that shit, nigga, and take, that, take it back man. to China, or, or vice versa with America taking it from China. Like it's gonna be a whole resource war. I swear, because it's gonna be like they're gonna be like. They're gonna find the one piece. They're gonna find the treasure. That's they're it. gonna find the ultimate treasure yeah. and they're gonna be trying to steal it from each other. Dude, they're gonna be sending off nukes and shit. Like, I am not ready. They said this is like a few years away, 2026, yo. When I that, don't know how fast it when it when it when it passes, is this when the mech, something that's on that, the way? When the mech gets to the asteroid to scan, because yeah. they, they, they say that it contains all these resources, right? Like but that's just based off like things that they've scanned from like a far distance. When the actual mech gets there and they know exactly what is on there and they take the inventory of it, shit pops off quick. I don't know if they tell us that. You know they like to keep the people in the dark. They like to keep the, the mass community in the dark. But shit, dude. Like, that shit is scary. Like, I feel like the more things that... As humanity advances, humanity becomes more and more terrifying. Yeah. Because humans are like... There's an evil in humanity. You know, there's an evil. There's like, I know why aliens don't fuck with us, man. Because there's like, a, there's like an evil in humanity. Yeah. There's like some people just, they just don't care. They don't unfeeling. They can commit acts of atrocities and just be like, find some. They don't justify it. Well, them, them niggas deserve it anyway. You know what I mean? Even unprovoked, right? But they'll find some way. They don't admit something to justify it. Humans are evil, man. That's all I gotta say. Man, everybody needs to puff on some uh, five-leaf clover and get fucking and, 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 and ingest some of this nice ayahuasca tea. and You know what I mean? Go ahead. Go ahead and get yourself a nice ticket to... Side, man. Yeah, get yourself a nice ticket to California. Take your ass down to San Francisco I'm and get you some salad. And like get you some psilocybin. Yes, you do need some mushrooms. You say you don't like mushrooms, put that shit on a burger, have a vegan burger of psilocybin mushrooms. Y'all need it. Because y'all out here acting crazy. That's why I don't blame them niggas that are out there in California suing that weed company for not getting them high as shit. They said in the, in the report, <laughs> you heard about that story? In California, they said in the report, them niggas said that they, they basically are setting the entire case up because on the box that they got their weed, it said it can get you to Mars higher. Uh, it can get you to Mars faster than Elon Musk can. And they was like, 
Nigga, that took me 10 minutes to get high. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Eli could get me there in 8 minutes and 32 seconds. That reminds seconds. me of that lady who sued McDonald's for making her fat. It feels like that, too. But this, I think, actually has a precedent. They're going to win this. They're going to win this. Because the more research I did into it, I saw that it is in California. And this is for, for the stoners that, that we have on this, uh, that listen to our show and watch our show. Y'all gonna love this. Apparently, and this is like a little known fact. Apparently, in California, I don't know about other states, they're allowed to say, they're allowed to lie about the percentage <laughs> of potency. They, so if it's like 27% potency, they could say up to 10% variance. So I could, so like, let's say it's like, so they could say it's what? Like 20, 24% up to 30 one percent how do you do that like a, a range of 10 i sound stupid right now but if you catch what i'm saying do you get what i mean yeah like within that range they're allowed to have like a, a range of like 10 so percent very mis very misleading on what you know what they're selling extremely misleading i've i felt i've fallen for that before it was my dumbass fault ain't no way in hell that this actually was real sometimes it gotta be in the other direction man because some stuff knock you out and he was like dang i thought this was sometimes so that's what you want though sometimes you want to get a uh, fucking you want to go to mars faster than elon musk can get you there you know what i mean i me and uh, uh i had a i had a a floor mate when i was in college and we went to a dispensary this was in san francisco y'all this is legal i'm in texas now you y'all can't catch me on no felony so shut the fuck up in san francisco we went to this one dispensary and they had these rice krispie treat edibles I was like, Rice Krispie Treat edibles? Nigga, that sounds tasty. Mm -hmm. What's the percentage? Nigga was like, oh, this is this is like, I forget what the percentage was, but it was outrageous, bro. I'm talking like 50%. Like, it was outrageous, like dab numbers. Like, as if it's like some, like, resin oil. And I was like, in an edible? He was like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Homemade, bro. You know how these niggas is in San Francisco. In the dispensaries, these niggas always acting like they really know. They hire just random ass niggas. These niggas don't know they shit. Really do. They really these do. These niggas don't they know really shit. Do. Ask these niggas questions. <laughs> the next time you go into a dispensary, ask these niggas questions. Hey, yo, like, you ever tried this? Remember that one time we went into the dispensary? We just shouted them out on our last uh, episode, too. Remember that last time we went to the dispensary we liked to uh, fancy in Hollywood? Yeah. And I asked that woman, I was, we were checking out the oils or something, and I was like asking her about dabbing, and she was like, yeah, like when I, t I remember when I took my first dab, I was high for a day. I said, shut the fuck up. That's not, these know. niggas don't know. These niggas don't know. That's not fucking real. You were high for a day. And that wasn't even the kicker. The kicker was that she said, I took a one gram dab for my first dab. Bitch, shut the fuck up. No, you didn't. She might have, though. For her first I'm not, dab, I'm not, I don't, she might. My BS meter hey. isn't that high because that makes sense. Hey, you, have no, you have no tolerance, which is crazy. That'd be like you never drank in your life and you drinking Everclear. You just, you just, you just chugging that bottle of Everclear. Dude, you're going to die. She might have attempted you know. it. I don't put it past her to attempt a one, dab, uh, one gram dab, but... For your first dab. I can't even do that. Experienced smokers can't even do that. No one's doing that. You know how much a gram is? I saw a video of this guy doing a one gram dab. He looked like he was suffering. He was just like. Ugh. Bro. <sighs> we're, of, we're of the age where we know that niggas couldn't even uh, 10 years back swallow a gram of fucking cinnamon without choking and coughing. Fucking about to die on the edge of death. 
eating cinnamon. Ain't nobody about to go and have a dab of a, a full gram of, of, of dab whack, like of dab oil. No, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. But I, yeah, like I, these guys are going to win that case. These guys are going to win that case. And I kind of want them to win. We need some of that precedent set because the way that they're about to treat us, uh, the people that are avid smokers, and I keep trying to bunch myself in that group. I don't smoke anymore, but I used to. So I still kind of feel like I'm part of that community. But I think that when lead, when weed becomes legalized, like they gonna screw us over in a lot of different ways. Like like you mentioned though a lot. Like Marlboro and all them niggas, they coming for that. Yeah, they coming in. They coming in. And they about to. If you thought that when you went to a, a dispensary and you got the pre rolls that that was just shake now, nigga, wait twenty years. Because yeah, I mean you're gonna you're gonna ten probably ten, you're gonna walk in a gas station and there's gonna be Marlboro weed joints for like fifteen. That, it's bucks. gonna be like the off brand shit. Yeah. Remember, remember you used to go in the grocery store and you used to see uh, all them boxes of cereals and they and then on that one little section off on the end of the hard aisle, they got all the big ass bags of like great value brand Kirkland brand cereal. It, yeah, there's de there's definitely gonna be like some like off value like all right, or ten bucks instead of fifteen you can get it for ten you can get it for eight you yeah can get like joints it gets you high but it ain't nothing crazy that's like, what they that's what niggas real. gonna be saying niggas gonna be like ew you got that off brand cereal yeah. niggas gonna be like hey give me high though <laughs> that's not like still hit though still smashed we got anything else I I think that's it man. I think we're ready for deep cuts. All right, let's head into deep cuts. Your turn to head to go first. So yeah, I went to see uh, artist. His name is Tori Moi. The band is called Tori Moi, and uh, the song is called Millennium. It's on his new album or on their new album called um, Mahal. Mm -hmm. And I saw him this weekend. I saw the saw the mm -hmm. band this weekend. Tori Moi was great. I thought live is a hundred times better, but this is still pretty good studio version. So we're gonna play it for you guys. Isn't it just amazing when? The live is just, just as good, or if not better. Dude, his live, like, absolutely destroys his studio. Absolutely. Because he definitely adds, like, other sounds. And he adds, like, a feel like they, like, do a whole rendition. Hey. Shit. 
I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I fucked that up. Damn. <laughs> I fucked that up. Should we play it again? Nah, don't worry about it. I mean, that was the gist. We got the gist. I'm so sorry. I completely just like twitched on my phone. You sure you don't want to play it again? Nah, nah, don't worry about it. It's a groove. Yeah, man, we good, man. Let's play the next song. All right, my bad on that, y'all. My bad on that. It won't happen again, I promise. Uh, yeah, uh, my song is, uh, let me find my song, shit. I got too many playlists, yo. <laughs> I got way too many playlists. All right, my deep cut is from the Three Shaked Souls. This is called Easier Said Than Done. Yo, man, I'm going to be honest with you, yo. We might have to start, like, 
a playlist or something. We got to start making playlists or something because these deep cuts is hitting. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hitting. I feel so bad that I cut off that music, bro. That was a groove. No, yeah, that song is dope. Bro. I feel I so like, bad. Nah, man, I've heard it a million times. You Not found that at the concert? Times. Yeah, that's the first time I heard it was at the concert. So I haven't heard it a million times, but like since the concert, I've listened to it like at least 10 times. He played like just strictly like off that album or did he, he did play like any? all of Mahal and then he started doing like his other hits on other albums. Like what? Because like, I'm a fan. Like he did uh, Mirage. He did No Show. Bangers. He did, I think he did so many details or he just say that. He, he always does say that. He loved that's like one of his most famous songs. Must be. Say that. I think he did like some other song I don't remember on that same album would say that, mm -hmm. but they, that shit was fire. He did nothing off Google other than No Show. Are oh, you saying Mirage? Didn't you? He did Mirage and No Show. Yeah. I feel like that should be the one that he plays the most. I think he did Girl Like You too. That, I feel like I that like that you. album fits the live performance uh, medium just so well. Mm -hmm. It feels like it's just live instruments and it's very simplistic. Not a lot of layers to those tracks at all. So he has a band that travels with him. It's the same guys every single time. Yeah, I think it's the same guys. But so yeah. Tori and Ma, you Mahal. said is the is the group in. Well, in he said Chad. the band. He said the band is Tori Ma. He said that at the concert. Like a Tame Impala thing, and then Chad, whatever his last name is, is Chaz, the like guy that name, makes the yeah. music. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I wonder, like, because there's a few artists that I know of recently that are doing that. Like, do you know Cleo Soul and Salt? Mm -hmm. And, okay, well, and then we just mentioned, uh, we just did a review last pod. Uh, Brent Fias has his little group, Sonder. There's a lot of little people that, like, not little people, but there's a lot of people Or isn't Sade like, the band and not, not yes. the, the artist? Yes, yeah. dude. And people just don't know that. Isn't that weird? I mean, I didn't know that until recently, but yeah, it is a little Why weird. Why do you think we always just, like, attribute... You the, assume the front man... Why do we do that? Yeah. Name. It's not an obvious band name. You assume that the name is the front man's Is the vocalist. Name, I think. How can yeah. we do that? How Have we just been trained to do that? Like, what is that? I think we've just been trained to do that. You know, Sade back in the studio. That's going to be, that's probably going to be the last album. It's going to be fire. Yo. Sade? Sade, y'all? Like, do y'all know who this is? I, did we talk about that? I think we skipped mm -hmm. over that. What's wrong with us? What's wrong with us, man? I think we should be like completely just stripped of our music passes after that. Can we even, cause I was low key starting to kind of say we were low key kind of a music pod. Low key, low key. We talk about music a lot here. But I don't know uh, anymore. Not after that, no, don't even think about it anymore. No, no, not after that. No, we can't get away with that, uh-uh. Uh-uh. People ain't having it. People ain't having it. See, that's a good song. You see what I was saying about if you know, yeah. you gonna know what I mean when I play this song. But if you don't know, then you don't know. Alright, y'all. We about to get out of here now. I just wanted to leave y'all with a little bit of special fall feeling we heading we heading into that winter season y'all it's about to get cold we about to hear mariah carey up on the speakers every speaker of every public mall parking lot 
you can go into. Best time of the year. Best time of the year. So we're going to catch y'all next episode. We're catch y'all, man. catch y'all next episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the Top Tier Podcast. We kept it top tier with y'all. And hopefully, y'all meet us next week to keep it top tier again. We'll talk to y'all next episode. Talk to y'all.